podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, yeah. quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. We put this festival on you bastards with a lot of love. We work for one year for you pigs. And you want to break our walls down? And you want to destroy it? Well, you go to hell. It's the Fatback 4. It's episode 18. It's definitely 18. We've done research, we looked into it, and Grizz took out his abacus and he got the 18. So, here we are, Sunday evening, and it's a really, really good one this, e- this evening, lads. Liverpool 4, Man City 3, two absolutely fucking bonkers football teams. Um, what a fu- I don't even know where to start, so Ian, I'm going to come to you as usual, because um, you're my favourite. Ian, uh, I won't go to the lineup. I just want your immediate reaction to that game overall, just after sitting and watching it. And you're probably just catching your breath now, nearly an hour and a half later. Right. Like, our side are both incredible and fucking disgraceful in equal measure, Andy. I watched, I watched the game with my auntie, and she had about 17 puffs on her asthma inhaler during the game. <laughs> it, it, at some point in the future, we are going to kill someone off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, just unreal. For, for eight minutes, we took one of the best sides in Europe to absolute pieces. Incredible football, like incredible goals. We don't score tappings. And then, well, the Liverpool we know and love decided to fucking give us all switchy asses, didn't they? Yeah, absolutely. Matt, um, I usually go to aim with the lineup, but. I'll come to you. It's never straightforward for Liverpool. It's never straightforward where we just have, we know kind of what the team's going to be and what happy days. About 10 o'clock this morning, it broke that Virgil van Dijk had a tight hamstring, I think it was, and he wouldn't play. So um, it all just went off, didn't it, for about four and a half hours. Everybody debating as to who would start. The rest of the team, though, was fairly predictable, wasn't it? I think everyone had that on the money. Yeah, there was a toss-up between Ox and Lallana, really. Um, but other than that, is the team is what it is at the moment with with Coutinho gone. Uh, but even with Van Dijk, like I, I was messing around shitting one on uh, on the WhatsApp and that. But that team has gone sixteen unbeaten before Van Dijk even came in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And we, we've actually got a really good run of uh, on our defence as well. We all know the defence is what it is. Uh, but when they don't concede, they've been pretty good in that whole run. Um, it's just the odd game where we capitulated, like like Tottenham and City. So there was a there was the worry there. But all in all, I was I was confident today. I was saying saying to anyone who listened to me that I was going to smash him. Yeah, we're smashing him. My usual pre match. Um, but no, no, I, I thought we'd give it a good go. I I thought it'd be a score draw. If I'm honest, like a, a high score draw. But I, I knew it wasn't going to be anything like the uh, the first game. We're we're a totally different beast now. Everyone's in the in the river. And everyone knows knows what Klopp wants them to do and uh, they all click together especially the, the attack but the midfield's coming together more now as well which which we did see today it's just the defence what's the worst Yeah um, Chris on to you uh, Ian's touched on how mad the game was Matt's touched on the lineup and how he set up um, first question for you is what the fuck's the story with the medals? These ones? Yeah 
Oh, right here. Yeah. <laughs> the one on the left what? is for type, type 2 diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> These ones right here, yeah? Yeah. On the yeah, right, nah, the nah, of the year. Listen, I could easily tell you guys I missed the game because I was in a decathlon. Uh, was it? Was it called? Decathlon. <laughs> I was, I was taking part in a decathlon. Oh yeah. Right. Taking part but, in a spell and be. But realistically, realistically, right? I want to dedicate each medal right to the four goals that we scored today because they were. We trying to read them for? Hey, we trying to read them for Matt? I don't know. Let me show. So you can't read them. What they're for, That's but anyway. But Gav, let's get let's get back to the story. The the situation is right. The, the scenario is each one is dedicated to four of the most brilliant goals we scored today because each one was better than the first one. It was amazing. I tell you what, that was a proper game of football, wasn't it? Two fantastic teams, coaches, set of fans as well. I thought both set of fans were amazing. That was your perfect Sunday. If you can't enjoy that, man. Give up. Football's not for you. Yeah, it was. It was just even from the start. You know, I, I switched it on about ten to four. You never walk alone. Was really good. It was a nice touch before the game as well, um, and it just seemed to be buzzing absolutely like on a knife edge from minute one. Uh, Ian, we're not. We start really well. We press them. We look like we're, we're doing well to hold the ball when we have it. We're doing well to, to press them. Um, and I think it's nine minutes in. Oxley Chamberlain scores and. It's just the start of a run of goals, like Grizz says, that you're just up off your seat every time. Oxlade-Chamberlain, just for, the, just for the record, in my opinion, fantastic game. I don't think you can really... You can't really knock anyone. Maybe one or two things near the end, but the goal itself, in fabulous goal. Um, he just takes it upon himself and he makes his mind up what he's going to do with it very early. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of his anyway, but the last few weeks he's really started to settle and he, he picks the ball up gets his head down, just drives. I'm not sure if it's past two or three players. He doesn't actually have to beat anyone just because of his pace and his drive. And then without even looking up, he just goes for it. Uh, he's a very good goalie, that Edison. And I see also some uh, analysis after the game, I Shea Given saying Edison jumps a little bit just before he shoots. I think so So he's not set properly. Uh, and that's just more of a compliment to Ox he didn't think he was going to shoot that early didn't think he was going to take it that early and Coutinho who basically yeah what's, what struck me about it early on in the game it wasn't the style of football we were playing it was the walk rate um, oh, the yeah. high press the, the pace of it for the first I suppose 20 minutes um, the first 10 in particular was just absolutely insane it was just it was like a blur Mate, it's mad you know because when Liverpool hunt in packs, that's when we're at our best. And when we hunt in packs, I get so excited about it. it I like start like jumping up, or like when ta- challenges go in and tackles go in, I get, you know what I mean? They, they turn me on more than fucking twenty-five yard shots. Sometimes I, I love that passion, and and you can see they're all singing off the same, same imp sheet and stuff. It's uh, when we're at our best. That's how we do play. We hunt in packs, and it was fantastic. Yeah, it was. Matt, um, a couple of comments coming in here with regards to the Oxlade-Chamberlain goal, uh, goal. Sorry, a lot of people giving him credit. Uh, um, a couple of people have pointed out, though, that if that's if that's Carrius in goal, we probably have a goal with him. Um, is it fair to say that Edison probably could have got to it? Matt's gone quiet there. He's talking, but I can't hear him. Matt, you're on mute. Yeah, yeah on mute. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, the most it's, uh, it's usually us that it's usually us that puts him. We on agree with everything you said there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, and uh, that's that's Thanks, my man. thoughts on the matter. Thanks very <laughs> <so> much. <man. laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little. He could have got to it, but it's a little harsh because Box takes it so early, and he, he's still powering forward. Then you think he's going to take on another man, um, and he just takes the shot so early that, it, as Ian said, he's not set. He's not ready for it. Even if he's not ready, he should have got a hand to it because it, it doesn't even go right in the corner. Like, But it's just such a good shot uh, along the ground, nice and powerful. It's harsh to blame him, but he could have got to it, if that makes sense. Can I just say, you know when yeah. we bought Ox? Can I just, when we bought Ox, this, this is, today is the kind of performance that I, I envisaged. Like Today was the perfect Ox performance, right? High energy, pressing, no frills winning the ball, hunting the ball down, 
from a central position. I know everyone was debating about his position, about whether it's, you know, on the wing, sort of, you know, where does he play? Wing back as a, as a forward, wide forward. This central position in a three suits him down to the ground. And I thought Ox was... It's difficult to choose. I mean, we'll probably get to the man of the match later, but I thought that Ox performance was just the perfect... What I envisaged Ox is going to bring to this team. Yeah, um, for me, watching Oxlade-Chamberlain, even amongst the WhatsApp group and with the day trippers and the likes of ourselves, um, you know, on, online, there's, a, there's not a split opinion on him, but a lot of people are impressed, but they're waiting for that extra extra little bit from him. And I thought today, especially with that goal, he, a big responsibility on him and he just takes us. But, you know, it, it would have been easy for him to take that down, look to give it for Amino 1-2 and kind of keep it. But he takes it and he decides, no, he's the fo- nearly, more or less the furthest man up the pitch and he decides, no, we'll have a go with this. And it shows the confidence in him and a lot of people have commented on him, showing a lot of responsibility on and off the pitch. And he's really coming on and I'm delighted for him. Um, Ian, on to you. The, the, the half goes on. City creep themselves back into it slowly but surely. Um, and I have to say this, Kevin De Bruyne is just an outstanding footballer. Even to watch him against Liverpool, he is... It's un fucking believable to watch for him football. He really is, um, and he nearly get he nearly sets up. I think it's Aguero. A lovely bit of skill. He, he puts a ball. Is it across for Aguero? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and you're just looking and you're kind of going, Jesus Christ, this lad is just he's he's a, he's a joy to watch. He really is, isn't he? Uh, he's the best player in the Prem, I think, by quite a distance at the minute. Like, but with the like. I thought it was naive from us. We give him far too much space in that final third. And a couple of times he had the opportunity and he didn't catch a shot clean or do you know what I mean? We we, we snuffed out like a last minute three ball and stuff like that. But a player of that of that quality highlights why Liverpool haven't got an actual number six, a proper number six, who just go and stand in and around him. Because he's their playmaker. Stand in and around him, never be more than five, six yards away from him, and then he can snuff it out. But at times in that first half he just seems to have the ball for ages. And I, and I know good players look like they've got more time on the ball, but we certainly gave him more time than, than is necessary for a player like him to do damage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's just everything about him. He's, um, he's, he's absolute class. He's just just watching him. And you, he's, you know when you say, oh, what would he be like? Could you ma- just imagine, trying to imagine him in a Liverpool side, it, it blows me away. Um, I thought he was really good. Grizz, we get to about... 40-ish, 41 minutes, I think, and they equalise, um, and Sane gets the goal. There's a couple of please, there's a couple of people you can you can level this, um, you can level this blame. And for me, three of them. I blame three of them. I blame I blame Gomez. I blame Matip, and I blame Carius. Gomez is sucked in. Matip just stands square and lets him do what he likes. And Carius is beaten at the front post, and for me, it's, un- it's that's unfor- unforgivable. Um, Are you just what, answering your own question? No, 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 I'm getting there. What, yeah, that's, uh, is, yeah, that, is that, would you blame the three of them? Would you blame one, two? Or do you just give credit to Man or Sani and say, yeah, you know what, it's a really good goal? No, I mean, every goal, we know there's a sort of, uh, you know, we can't blame somewhere, some something. So, look, Gomez, it's difficult to, to criticise Gomez overly because it's his first season playing fullback for Liverpool. Um, he has made... A couple of these type of errors, sort of way he misjudges the ball. Um, look, overall, Gomez played very, very well, right? He was fantastic. But yes, you've got to say that that was an error of ju- misjudgment. He gets caught under it. The Matip one, I, mean, I don't, you know, I hate Matip one on one. You know, Matip one on one is, uh, in my opinion, is quite easy to beat. As you said, uh, his body is out it. Fanny's out. He does a little tuck away like yeah, that. He? Yeah, he's, he doesn't inspire you. There's no sort of, you know, he doesn't intimidate you in front of you, does he? Do you know what I mean? You know that he's gonna just sort of just. Yeah, he's a bit of a fanny, basically. Another word for it. The high, the, the sort of the whole. Um, everyone's eyes were on sort of Carius, in terms of Willie. You know, Klopp's chosen him for a massive game in the Premier League. Vote of confidence. Will he be able to sort of hold his place till the end of the season? Debatable, debatable. I mean, I know Carrius has got his fans, and yeah, you'd like to sort of encourage everyone to sort of support Carrius 
you know, while he's wearing the shirt. But he, you've got to blame him, man. There were, there were weak hands he showed there. There were weak hands. I mean, I don't know what's, you know, uh, does does Mignolet save that? I don't know. It's just it's just so frustrating, isn't it? I mean, that, that was the only sort of threatening position, apart from the De Bruyne cross, what you mentioned earlier with Aguero, which was actually offside. But it was still a brilliant cross. We actually managed to control them very well. I mean, down to our pressing and intensity was amazing. And that was just the one sort of two errors, you know, sort of from Gomez and Carriers, and it just hurts, doesn't it, every single time. And this is why Klopp is looking for another keeper. So, you know, I just think gotta, Go- just got to make the best of it until the end of the I season. I think Gomez needs uh, some time out the team. He's uh, it's been about three or four mistakes now in the last few weeks. I, I'm not blaming him because, again, he's a young lad, so I want to mm. give him as much time as possible. But we've got uh, another good right-back sitting there. And Gomez is starting to make more and more mistakes, so he will start feeling it now. The pressure, he'll start creeping into his head. I mean, he should have he should have been looking at the space there rather than trying to head that because it was far too high for him. Look at the space and and just see the player down the wing. Instead, he's trying to head it and then he's on the back foot and he's chasing them back. Gomez, Matt, I nearly agree with you. I think a couple of things have have happened. Um, Starting at West Ham away where he, he tries to be cute. Arsenal away, he, he doesn't see the runner at the back post. He's a bit hesitant on one or two occasions. That one, I think you're right. I think he just stayed, holds his position. If, if Sani takes the ball down, you go and defend the situation then and tr- instead of trying to be you know, over positive and trying to win it. Ian, um, a, lot, a couple of people are just commenting here with regards to um, Karius, John Akterberg. Um, oh, oh, they're asking is Mignolet, will Mignolet save that? You know, they're, they're, they're debating that. I don't know if Mignolet saves it, but any goalkeeper, you know, would anything, I think, saves that. It's, it's near post, I, don't how hard, I don't care how hard it's hit, he saves it. I think at the minute, Liverpool are the second best side in the Prem with like a, a, a goalkeeper who's not top 10 quality. Do you know what I mean? So if you ever want to go on and start challenging for trophies, if you want to... If you if you want to actually win tournaments, you need a keeper. Uh, think of De Gea is never getting beat on his near post like that. Even the likes of Loris and uh, Czech and all them. Do you know what I mean? They're not getting beat, so it's not good enough. Uh, when the ball come over, I shouted as loud as I could possibly shout to Gomez, "Don't get sucked in!" Do you know what I mean? And he just loses the flight of the ball. See, I disagree about taking him off the side because I think. <laughs> I think it, all his mistakes te- tend to be positional. And I think you'd only improve that by improving your in-game management. You can't really improve that by not being in the side. And aside, aside from that, his one-on-one defending's fantastic. His distribution's improved a lot. Uh, do you know what I mean? He's very quick and strong. So I wouldn't take him up the side. I think... I think... <laughs> I think... He gets sucked in. I think Matty gets squared up far too easily. And Sané's only ever going to go one way. Yeah, I don't think he's ever kicked the ball with a strike foot. And then he hits it hard. It's a decent strike, but nah, no no decent keeper should be getting beat from that range at chest height. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't good. Yeah, a few people a few people on here disagreeing with you saying, no, they could get beaten. It's, it's a decent shot. Um it could be just us being over hypercritical of the goalkeepers because we're so frustrated over it. It could be just one of those things. Um, we go to half time. Just add to this. Yeah, have yeah. you ever seen? Have you ever seen De Gea can see the goal like that? Um, oh no! Somebody, somebody, somebody here, somebody here says De Gea at Old Trafford versus Coutinho. That's a completely different issue. As far nah, as he tips him. Yeah, he tips Yeah, he does him. It's not. Yeah. It's not just. Now, the, I think Ian's point is: look, you do see. Keepers getting beaten like that, top keepers, but very rarely. It's happening too often with our keepers. Yeah. I think, you know, it's happening too often. It's like sort of the top, top keepers make that kind of mistake every 20 games. It's happening to us every five, seven games, you know, five, seven games. And that's just not good enough. He does, does absolutely well, he, like, uh, <laughs> fucking... That shot is, is he pounded that into the net. Maybe, maybe you could say he was slightly unsighted, maybe. He's about seven yards away from him, but anything at the front post like that, he should be saving. I'm not, I'm not letting him off of it, he should be saving, but it was a, a fucking good hit. Like, yeah, no, a, lot a, a, a world-class keeper, like Buffon, De Gea, someone like that, you go, 
oh, he should do better than that, but he's world-class, so you give him one. Karius hasn't earned the right to make mistakes like that, and he's not he's not secure enough on our side to be making mistakes like that. He needs seven, eight, nine games in a row where he just looks solid, and at the minute, you, you, you just don't think he's going to be solid, and same with Mignolet, you know what I mean, that... I think combined, the two of them would make a good goalkeeper. They've both got qualities that the other one hasn't, but neither of them are going to be our keeper next season if, yeah. if we've got any sense about it. Like. A lot of people just saying there that um, the gate is the exception, not the rule. That's a fair point. Um, a lot of people saying, look, it can happen to anyone. They're given some um, instances there of when it's happened to the gate. You know, and it does happen to the gate, but you have to go back and really, really think about it. You know, For me, a goalkeeper is near post. He shouldn't be beaten at it. That's just the rule. And any keeper, no matter how good, bad or indifferent he is, beating at his near post, it's his fault. He's part, now, he's not completely part of the... You know, he doesn't take the whole blame. Uh, two other lads, in my opinion, has to take it as well. But look, we move on. Um, we get to half-time. It's one-all. There's, there's a change from Man City, actually, isn't there? Halfway through, or 30 minutes in. Um, but not to worry. Begin to the second half. I think City start really well, Matt. Start the second half. I think they're the one kind of pushing. Asking most of the questions. And is it Otamendi hits the bar at one all? Yeah, the header. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's a monster in the air, though. He's a yeah. fucking monster in the air. He's not even that big. No, he's not. He's not. Yeah. No, he's just really, really good in the air. He's, he's brilliant. Um, but Matt, when that hits the bar, it's a let off, but it's it's a warning sign as well, isn't it? That we need to step this back up and get back onto the pace we are at for the first thirty-five minutes of the game. Yeah, but that pace still, it was us on the back foot and counter-attacking. So I think I think that was Klopp's plan. You look at the possession, we were on like 35%. And uh, I, I think his plan was sit back and just absolutely nail them on the on the break. So even though they were getting closer and closer and they hit the bar, and me, uh, me, me hoop went a bit loose. But um, it's, uh, I, I, knew, I, I still thought we were going to go back up the other end and score. <laughs> what have you got there? <laughs> You'd say I'm still confident in the, in focus, the man, like focus. how we set up. Like, I, he wanted to play on the break. That's what he wanted. That's what he was going for. Yeah, it did. Uh, say- Matt, Matt is definitely less attractive than last week. You can tell he hasn't got all his makeup on that on this week, can't you? He's not as mad He's as ugly here in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> the balcony is not yeah, as light. He's, wor- he's worse looking four hours in advance, isn't he? That time difference is <laughs> um, Yeah, to me it's a warning. Grizz, I'm going to move on and step forward, Bobby Firmino. Um, he's, he's still... Um, gets mixed reactions. They're still arguments about, is he this? Is he that? That... Ah, not anymore. No, listen, no, no, it's, no, it's still there. It's still there, Matt. And it's it's just, not. Anyone it is, who's Matt. doing it are just being a prick. They probably are, yeah, but it's still happening. And you can't stop people being pricks. Um, we all know that. Grizz, that to me is a proper number nine's goal with probably a mixture of a number nine slash playmaker sort of finish with the vision. It's got everything, hasn't it? First, first before we go on to uh, the Bobby's sort of finish we've got to give another shout out to Ox yep because it's his pass it's just, it's just come up ball. here now on the screen I mean a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of people I mean he had added pressure with sort of Phil going and people saying oh is Ox the full replacement do you know what I mean you've got that sort of shout coming out and he had a lot of pressure on him today he, he put and, and, and I'm not going to lie Ox's through balls aren't his sort of best asset strong strength right but he time he, he, he sort of places this one perfectly into his path this goal is just uh, um, an absolute copy of the Robbie Fowler goal, isn't it? When he barges uh, Gary Neville, was it Gary Neville? Wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was. Gary Neville off the ball, traffic, and then yeah. chips, and then chips Michael. So Bobby's fantastic. Bobby's performance. I mean, none of us have got access to sort of the stats at the moment or whatever in terms of how much he ran, how many times he won the ball in recovery. He, he was immense. He was an absolute pest for them. Not only a pest for them, but sort of off the ball, but sort of, uh, sorry, not only a pest on the ball, off the ball as well. He just harried and harassed them. And that goal was just, oh, it was sexy. I mean, you know, it, it, it just, just the finish, wasn't it? There's a bit of curl at the end as well. Just when you think, okay, he's, he's sort of, he, he, he made it go sort of drifting from the right post. 
beautiful strength as well. He's very his strength is very underrated. If you look at him, he doesn't look sort of the most. Um, how shall I put this? The most mes- masculine of men. Let's just say, right? <laughs> but, but that goal, because that was John Stones, and John Stones, the big yes. lad, <laughs> done it. So, so anyway, so basically, he um, he showed some brute strength there, brute strength there. So he shows the strength, he shows the movement of a number nine, right, to run in behind. Because people criticise him that he doesn't make enough runs behind the centre backs. That's one of his main gripes that certain dickheads still have with him, right? That he doesn't make enough runs in behind. He doesn't get into the danger positions enough. When he done that, he had the nows to do that, then he had the strength to sort of barge John Stones and then he had the Bobby Dazzler skill just to chip the keeper. It was I thought it was uh, I thought it was more Torres esque than Fowler, if I'm honest. The way he barged them out the way, got got his uh, got his body yeah. uh, right for the goal and then chipped him. I thought it was right up Torres' street that. I know Fowler's done the goal and it was just like that. But yeah. I, I, as a play it was it was just like Torres. Ian, um Chris has gone through the goal and, you know, there's so many elements to it that, you know, all these top strikers are meant to have and he shows it. Um, but a lot, the, the major thing about Coutinho and the argument will be that he's not this natural finisher and he, he, he misses too many chances. He gets, he gets one there today. There's a Lamborghini going past Matt's gaff. Um, he, uh, he, gets a cha- he gets a chance there today and he shows... He shows how good he is, doesn't he? Like, we need to stop this argument now. We need to stop it right now about him good enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the argument... Uh, I'm going to stick up for the dickheads who slack, slack him a bit now. But I, I don't think the argument with Firmino is about his all-round play. I think it's about his natural ability in and around the, the penalty box. So even that goal today doesn't really put that to bed. Do you know what I mean? That's a world-class finish, but it's not like, not like a Harry Kane's stuffy goal is it so but uh, I, so that's why they'll carry on arguing but if if you were to say now what's he got now 17 goals this year Matt's the one with the stats go on Matt here 17 yeah 17 17 he's got 5 in his last 6 in the Prem uh, I can't think of too many centre forwards in world football I would have over Bobby Firmino maybe Harry Kane maybe I quite like Akadi. what about uh, the after no fucking listen. <laughs> if, if if people are still banging the Morata drum over Bobby Firmino, it just screams of no humility to admit you're wrong. It's, it's simple as that. But it's class. It's very, it's very Robbie Fowler-esque where he bump, bumps him off and chips it. I don't really know what the, it was. The defender was it that Danilo was it? Or no, Stones. 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 No, I mean yeah, the one who's the one who's when it goes in off the post, who's that defender who chases it in and then sees Danilo. I didn't really understand that. He seems. I think he's got more of a chance than he realises. Do you know what I mean? But oh, world class! I get more excited by a goal like that than like a thirty-yard thunderbolt because that is pure ability. That not not when he plays score goals like that. Chips are brilliant with fish. Chips are brilliant with fish. Uh, <laughs> Matt, um, you've been banging this Bobby Firmino drum um, for a long time, and um, you've been probably the most vocal out of all of us. And today he proved to be. Right. Hey, to be fair, he's been he's been banging the carrier's drum as well, so we can fuck off with that drum. Yeah, Shit. We, we, I'm Marino uh, and Chan. Early boys. All the drums. It's fine. It's all the fine. drums. Yeah, all the drums. <laughs> um, but he puts us two one up, and it's a huge goal because, again, like you said earlier, we can. The probably the plan is let's let's set ourselves back up now where they have to come at us, and again we can nail them on the break. But as you said earlier, um, we just decided to go and dismantle them. And it goes 3-1. Um, and do you know what? I'm actually getting confused as to who scored the fucking goals then. Um, because it's getting ridiculous. Um, 3-1, Manny. 3-1 is Manny, correct. I just have Salah in my head shipping the ball over. That other clown in their goal. Um, but, yeah, the top goal is Manny. And it's great to see him back on the score sheet, isn't it? We've been talking about him for the last... You know, last little while about his confidence being low, probably since the derby against Everton in December, and he doesn't have lash it either, does he? Oh, yeah. I mean, you can get confused and think it's a bit of a miss hit. We spoke about it before the pod started, and he, he's not, he hasn't missed it, it. It's just, it's on his wrong foot, so he's lashed his leg at it, and it's, it's gone in the top left. Fair place with him. But since he's going through such a bad patch, he's got. What, that back heel assist, he got the goal against... Who was the swivel goal against? 
the shite team. Burnley, Burnley. Oh, Burnley, yes. Burnley, yeah. He's got that. He's got this one in a huge game. And yeah, he, he, he didn't actually play that well. Um, he was Man's... running straight at people. He, he wasn't. He wasn't. I think it was because he was up against Kyle Walker. It was pacey anyway. He wasn't beating his man. Uh, and if he didn't, if he didn't beat his man, he had nothing. But even though he's not playing well, he's that classy of a player. He can still get you that goal in in any moment. So that's why it doesn't matter how well he's playing, you never take him off. You never take a Salah off. Firmino even, he does the same. Even he can play shit all game. It was as I said in the earlier part a while ago, Firmino will always give you that defensive stuff. So it's okay keeping him on you play shit. But like like the others, he will always get you a goal. You can always just pull one out the bag when it, when uh, you don't think anything's going to happen, and that's what Manny's done today. And it was an absolute world. He just left foot and smashed it into the top left, and, it, and there's no saving him. Absolutely, it's no it's no debating whether the keeper could get to it. That was just a fucking smash in the yeah. top net. It was a smash. Um, Grizz, the goal comes from City trying to play the ball around, and Liverpool pounce again, um, and they just. Pounce on them, Salah shows his pace again and gets it to Mane and like that it's in the net and 3 1 and then we're really, really flying there now. There was about 15, 20 minutes ago, wasn't it, where we just sort of terrorised them. They were all over the show. And the and the beauty of this game and the matchup was we never once expected either Jurgen Klopp or Pep Guardiola to change the tactics to sort of counter the other team's strengths. It was just, it was just pure kamikaze, wasn't it? I mean, they walked, they they played right into our hands with their sort of possession game. I was actually chuffed to bits when Delph went off and Danilo came on because I don't rate Danilo at all. I think he's pants. Um, Carl Walker as well is not the most comfortable on the ball, and neither is Otamendi. Only John Stones actually and the keeper out of their back five are very classy on the ball. The other three are not even good on the ball. So I knew we were always going to be in with a chance. And you just didn't expect Pep to sort of change tactics and sort of change the way they play. We knew they're going to keep trying to play their little passes out of our defence. And with Mane, Bobby and Salah pressing like demons with Ox and Genie, who hasn't had a shout yet, but Genie and well, all of them actually, we're probably going to get to it, but is you know they, they, they press like demons and just swarmed all over them for that 15 minutes that was that was Jurgen Klopp's Reds at their best against arguably probably one of the two of the best teams uh, you know out of them or PSG the best teams in the world right now yeah um, Ian the thing the thing that always gets me with City is when when they get hold of the ball in midfield it's near on impossible to get it back from them and they very rarely panic they the ball up the pitch really well. They'll play around it. They'll play past it. They'll, they'll do anything they need to do. Um, that goal for me though just shows that with the right sort of press, with the right sort of tactics, and the, and let's be honest, the bravery to go and do that against them, you can expose them, and we did that. And it's you know, it's, it, I thought it was great to see. That was my favourite goal of the whole lot, simply because we done to Man City what nobody else has been able to do, to them. and that's exploit them when they are in control of the ball. Yeah, I mean, the, the key word there for me is bravery. I think against these top sides, if you sit back and just try and hold on, like the way fucking Marino does, you just, eventually, they're going to take you apart, you know what I mean? The, the, the key to beating a side like this is just to not respect them, you know what I mean? Just think, this is our qualities, this is what we're going to do. And just swarm all over them. I'm just saying before, how good is the Bruyne when he's got, like, time on the ball, you, you take away the time, you, the, the rushing, the decisions, you know what I mean, people, people can't, aren't offering themselves passes as much, and we just swarm them, and this isn't the first time it's happened for Liverpool, or the second, or the third, we are capable of scoring three and four goals in ten minute spells, against any team in the world, any team, we are a dangerous, dangerous side, and when we're going, I think, when we went 4-1, I shouted, right now, let's batten down the axes, but then I'm sat next to me mate who's screaming, no, let's get five, let's get five. And that's what you're torn between with Liverpool because you think, we could get another goal, yeah, another goal and another goal. You know what I mean? At some point, Liverpool are going to obliterate someone one day really badly. But- Gareth, Gareth Breen just makes a wicked point about Fernandinho, right? Normally, 
when we watch him, he's just in his own world almost, isn't he? He's just playing at his pace. He's controlling everything in that just front of that back four. The way he's just sort of picking up the odd player who plays in the yeah. hole. He didn't have a clue today. What he's to got a player like him or all season. He's got like a 10-yard protective bubble around him where no one gets near him. Yeah. So he can do whatever he wants. He was dog shit today because we made him dog shit. Made him, he, yeah. He, he's, he's not a young fella, but he's nearly 32. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we just swarmed him. And he just he's not used to it. He wasn't a fan. But you take away the time that a player has to make a decision about where to put the ball and stuff. And they're not the same player. Do you know what I mean? And if more teams had a proper goal, you'd have more success. But they don't. They sit back and just think, let's just try and get a nil-nil or a one-nil. It's not how to beat them. We just prove how to beat them. Ian, just a quick point. I know you said everyone should play like that. I think there are teams that have tried to press and harass them. The, I think it's underestimated how good we do it and how much energy we have. Because, look, when you play teams like, for example, Kirby Schley teams or sort of um, Allardyce teams, they all sort of, their all uh, motto is to just press them, harass them, don't give them any time on the ball. But how many teams have made City look like that? I, can't, I don't think anyone else has. But, but also, not just... I mean, you said earlier, someone said earlier, the part we do, we hunt and packs, and it's beautiful to watch. But how good was our... How much did our midfield click today? How good were they? Every single one of them. I mean, if it wasn't Genie going in for a tackle, it was Emre making a tackle. But it, it was Ox taking a, a clever little turn. Every single one of them today was on their game. And I thought they all complemented each other perfectly. That is my perfect three midfielders for the rest of the season. Unless we get in like a Nabi Kaita, who I've watched loads of YouTube of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, unless we get him in, then that is my midfield three going forward. Yeah, I, it was the midfield I wanted as well. Um, Grizz, I'll come to you, we get on to, and we go forward one up. And the thing that, don't get me wrong, the Salah finishes is, um, is brilliant. It's brilliant. And they're caught flat, they're caught flat again. And I think it's Manny makes the run, but he, he realises it's going through to the keeper. Now, this is what this is what I enjoyed the most about it, because Ederson, for me, is a quality goalkeeper, and, but people go on as if he's fucking low time Mateus spraying balls around the pitch, and it does me head in a little bit. So when he came out, miss hit that, and Salah just gets it and chips him, I was fucking delighted. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was delighted at 4-1, but I was delighted at the way it came about. But Salah's on the score sheet again, and at this stage, they literally looked like they didn't, they've never played with each other before. That's what it looked like for that 15 minutes. They were completely shot. Absolutely. I mean, Edison, don't get me wrong, is a good keeper and he's proved himself to be a good keeper and a brilliant acquisition for City, especially the way Pep sets up his teams. But I'll tell you what, we, we made him look ordinary because not only that, but the amount of crosses and we got... Another shot. Yeah, he, Ox. he was shit on crosses today. He missed about five or six properly. He good. Ox. And we've got to give a shout out to Ox's quality on the crosses as well. I mean, normally we, sh- we cry about our set pieces, but have you noticed last three or four games how good Ox's delivery has been? And He's he, on the and, corners and, now for Lenny. Yeah, and, 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 and Edison looked shaky. I mean, someone tweeted about Edison's magnificent. I said, well, not in this game he isn't. He's not magnificent at all. And then, you know, he's come out. He's tried to be cute again. He's tried to be cute. Seven, t- nine out of ten uh, keepers just lashed that out of the ground or out, out, of the, out, of the, out, out of the pitch. He tries to be cute and tries to play. I think he tries to play another pass into midfield. You've got to give Salah qu- uh, uh, credit as well. Lovely finish. And at that point, it was just. It seemed like we're just going to score at every attack, and they, you know, that is one sort of criticism you can say of. I mean, I'm a big fan of Pep. I love Pep to bits. I think he's just, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's the best coach. He's going to be go down as one of the best coaches of all time. But that is one criticism where he's sort of just so stubborn in the method of his playing. Is that, that is possible for a Pep team to ex- implode like that. That's the only one thing, and he won't change it. So, you know... Well, their defence isn't the best anyway. We were all saying before the game that our attack can get at these. Like, if we just do our, the madness that we talk about, the, the Liverpool madness, which is like, three goals in ten minutes or whatever, their, their defence can be got at that easy. No one's special in that defence. Absolutely no one. Well, even in the first game where Mane got sent off at, um, what's their ground called? Etihad. <clears throat> Etihad, yeah. You know, even at their ground, look, everyone goes on about the end scoreline and everything, but before that Mane sending off, it was very similar in terms of we were getting at them, 
we were getting through on chances and Salah had his yeah. sort of, you know, day, one of those days where he wasn't quite finishing it. So it was just kind of payback, wasn't it, today? I mean, we were... Then, then we done, yeah, we done the other, the other Liverpool, which is we capitulated at the other end. Uh, that's, that's, what, that's us at the moment, like, isn't it? We can do either. But the good thing is we're doing more of the top end <laughs> stuff than the, the bottom, so it's all good. Yeah, no, um, it's 4-1, we're all over the moon. It's, and it, again, Someone's asking just, to t- stop tapping that pen, who's tapping the yeah, pen? Yeah, somebody's stops. tapping something, but I, I didn't want to give out. Um, I think it's Ian. It was. Okay. But it weighed, it weighed a pen, it was, it was a lollipop. Go ahead, I'll put it away. That's, that's it not a lollipop, Sam. a bit weird, that, there. Um, I don't want to give it away. That's not a lollipop, Sam. Okay. Um, Ian's fucking flashing butt plugs all over the place and everything now. <laughs> um, yeah, but look, lads, it goes to 4-1, and like Matt said, you're just thinking, oh, you know, close up, you know, clo- I think Ian said, sorry, lock it up now. And, but I agree with your mate, Ian, go for five, because we're not very good at closing out games. We're just not. We, You've seen her at Burnley. We got lucky in the end. Um, well, not lucky. We, we went and got a goal. But we're not good at closing out games, tight games. Probably we should have just kept the game as it went and you know let them come at us. We go at them. Um, I don't really want to have a go too much at, at the goals we can see near the end because I, as I said at the start, I think it's an absolutely mad game. Um, Ian, I will come to you though. Um, it's my memory's completely fucking gone in this game. That's how fucking all over the place I was. It goes four two. It's Bernardo Silva. Sorry, uh, apologies. He makes a 4-2. Um, there's a shot, it's deflected, he finishes it well. Is there anybody blaming that? Is, or is it just one of those things where it's unfortunate? Nah, it's just, it's a collect, collectively poor goal to concede. And it, we're, not, we're not, if you look at the positioning when the cross comes over, we're all over the show. Do you know what I mean? But individually, nah, I wouldn't put it on anyone in particular. You wouldn't, no. Um, for me, I think, I think it's Milner that gets done in the middle of midfield and they break on us. It's a nice little bit of football. But like you said, it, we get a block in. It just might happens to fall to me. finishes a well. What can you do? Uh, Matt, then it goes 4-3, right? And when it goes 4-3, I genuinely offered to go in and fill the dishwasher for my wife so I didn't have to watch the last <laughs> six or seven minutes or whatever's left. I, I couldn't. I literally couldn't. Um, for this one, though, Lovren is a bit... He's chasing your man like a fucking Egypt. I don't know where he's going. And, you know, it's 4-3. Is there anyone you blame for that one? Would you Would you go along with Lovren? Should be, you know, he's shepherding him away from goal, get back in position yeah. and, and leave him alone for someone else. I'm watching it right now. He does a fucking little salmon jump with the header, which he, he did, which was the one where he done it on the halfway line. Salmon jump. Yeah. What, when you watch it back. Is that a relapse, Eddie? Yeah, well, he was good though. He was good though. Take away that. Take away that swan moment. He was good. Okay, no, he, was what, good. He, he was good uh, for the first seventy-five minutes, and he went shite. That our biggest downfall today was taking Emery Chan off and putting that fucking knobhead, heavy-head Milner on because he just he wasn't in the game. It was too fast for him, and I know uh, we had to take Chan off because he was ill before the uh, he was ill before the game. All right, but it, we just as soon as he came on, we just capitulated. That was it. Uh, I'm not blaming. Well, like, yeah, I am blaming Milner. Fuck him. But it was too quick a game. Our, our midfield were was spot on, <laughs> it was absolutely spot on. And to bring him into that, it just it, it just went to pieces. And that that was the, that's what caused most goals. Like the first one, they well their second, but the first one of the second half, and he just sprints out. That he's not meant to be pressing there. He, he sprints out. And he's about three yards away from where the ball is, and he just runs up the field, and then like everything, this one they just run through the midfield, and it, it just all happens through the midfield. Whereas before, the only chances they were creating were down the wings, and, and that stopped happening. So I'm blaming Mil- Milner for everything, and Lovren for salmon jumping. Yeah, it's um, Be- Belfast. Colin here says that Emre um, <clears throat> Jam was immense today, and I want to touch on him because. We've gone through the game. We've mentioned certain players. I think a lot of people want to touch on him. Yeah. I want to touch. I oh, know you want. Yeah, Matt no, actually wants to touch. You want to touch him. Um, no, that's, that's Matt. A completely different thing. Yeah, no, it is Matt. You know it's Matt. Everyone knows it's Matt. Um, Emre Chan's fucking solicitor knows it's Matt, so don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> but I have to say, for a guy that's rumoured to be on the verge of going to Juventus or 
he's still undecided on what he's going to do with regards to his future. That to me was a performance. I'm not saying he's going to sign a new deal. I'm not saying he's, you know, it's done. He's signed. Uh, I know it's done. That's what you keep telling me. But uh, Ian is shaking his head, and I agree with him. Um, but that to me, the performance of him today is the performance that everyone wants and everyone believes that Emre Jean can give to Liverpool Football Club. It's just a case of consistency. I would. It's it's very hard if if, that, if this chap has decided he's gone. Matt and Grizz will tell you he's staying. Ian, I'll let you have the fourth word in it, right? That performance today is the sort of performance where Emre Jean can turn to Liverpool and say, look, that's what I can do. I need this A, B and C and I should sign the deal. We shouldn't let a player go if that's the sort of level he can get to. Mate, if he's going, and I, and I think he is, I'd rather he didn't play like that. For the rest of the season because yeah. it makes you feel sick. Yeah, I'd, rather he was, I'd rather he was dog shit. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was brilliant. Uh, the way the way him and I thought one album that's the be, that's the best game I've seen one album have in a long time as well. I thought the, the pair of them were outstanding together. And Ox uh, as a three. Uh, yeah, he, mate, he's he's capable of doing that. He hasn't done it for a while though. But I would I'd be very surprised if Liverpool haven't offered him everything that he wants. And it's still not going to be enough. Do you know what I mean? I think he just wants to go to Chile. He wants that uh, release clause, and we're going to give him it. That's what it is. But it doesn't matter if he signs. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, 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 that was him at the level that I'd be distraught if he left. The previous month and a half, I wouldn't have been that arsed. But he was still our best midfielder. I think it's time, harsh but... sometimes. No, Matt. I know you're going to defend him to the hill. Well, he, he was. He was. I'm not saying that because he's been amazing. I'm saying that because we haven't had any good midfielders. Yeah, I think I think he's our best centre mid, and so therefore, as Liverpool fans, we tend to sort of kind of overpraise him sometimes. But today, and you've got to remember, he's still young. I mean, how Ian is he? 24? Twenty-four. Right, just twenty-four. Two days ago. Yeah. Twenty-four, right? And he's played he's a lot of games. Hey, yeah. Hey, Matt's yeah. Him, <laughs> gave him a card, blurry. There's <laughs> boxes in a fucking card. But anyway, <laughs> but Matt, uh, Matt. Look, Emery is look potentially that is what he's capable of, and and that was a world class performance out there against world class opposition. Um, we're not talking sort of he was playing against sort of your Carlton Palmer's out there. He was playing against your Fernandinho, who's probably one of the best sort of DMs in the world. He had sort of Gundogan and Kevin De Bruyne to deal with today, and as much as we've praised Kevin De Bruyne. Emre Chan was amazing today. He was an absolute juggernaut. And as Ian says, when you see performances like that, it breaks your heart, at even the possibility that he might leave. Do you know what I mean? And on a free, fucking you know, hell, that's just, you know, I, I can't accept that he's going to be let go on a free. But um, look, Emre Chan, and, and apparently he was sick. Apparently he, um, that's why he was taken off. He was ill or something. So, you know, yeah, I, yeah, I, think, I thought Genie and uh, Emre were... I mean, the, the amount of ground they covered was, um, you know, I, I can't even, I don't even know the stats. We're going to check out the stats afterwards, but I'm sure they broke some records out there today. They, yeah. they made it perfect for Ox to uh, link the midfield to the attack, I thought. Mm. Them to, they, ju- they just set the base, which is what we've been missing all season. Well, and then Gene, how many uh, times I, I've cried, cried out for our midfield, we don't carry the ball from A to B and we don't break the lines. How many times did Win Alden pick the ball and just go 30, 40 yards and just take yeah. players out? Uh, yeah, he, I mean, don't get me wrong, he, he took, took took too long on a few occasions and then the opportunity went or he got a bit of a nosebleed. But the way he broke with the ball, it just opens up the backfield and as soon as you get through the bank of four and then you're on a defence, that's what Liverpool have been crying out for and Ox was doing it as well. I was just going to say, Ian, the beauty of it is all three are capable of it. Because we've yeah. seen Ginny do that as well. Ginny can do that. Ginny in the second half, I think, took over. Ginny was a bit quiet in the first half, I think. He was mainly involved in sort of covering spaces. But in the second half, he, he done more of what you just described Ox and Emre doing. So I think we've got a... I, I know Matt's saying that's the ideal midfield for us. And I don't. I still think in certain games we're going to need more creativity. So therefore, that's why I think there should be another player brought in January to sort of give us that creative spark. Not all the time we're going to need to sort of just hurry and harass teams like 
this three can do. We're going to need another creative spark in some games, but today it just clicked. Yeah, it did. Um, lads, that's, that's the game. It's 4-3. It's what, what can we take from this? You know, this is another game unbeaten. Um, it's, a, it's not a scalp, because, you know, scalp makes... No, it is. It is. It is to a point, yeah, it is, but... Scalp fuck you, Gav, it is. No, scalp makes it seem like, you know, we're... No, this is a scalp. Yeah, it is a scalp, but not in the way people... No, this, this is a scalp. It. So it's not a scalp, but it is a scalp. Your fucking scalp. Make your mind up, will you? Um, don't fucking start me, you. Um, what was I going to say? Um, what, Matt, what is that a toe? Is, is that a toe, Matt? Go on, go on, Matt. Show us your toe. Go on, go on, show your tats. Sorry, is this live? No, Shit, it's, of course okay. it's live. You're fucking sitting there with four medals on you, like Paula Radcliffe, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> um, but what, like, that's another game unbeaten. We've beaten this you know, team that people said were unbeatable. We go joint second, I think, in the table. Is that right? Um, well, you know you're the play tomorrow. But Matt, as confident as we were going into the game and the team overall, what can that do for us? It can, you know, and bring us forward a little bit more and get us, keep us on this run? Uh. Are we on a run? To us, it, it makes us know how good we are. But I reckon this team, they already know how good they are. I reckon they get told all the time. And, and for the last 18 games now, we, we, we've seen out games, we've rotated, we've battered people, we've done everything. I think this team knows how good it is. And it's just, to them, it's, as good as it is to break the, the duck, to them it's just another day at the office. To the fans, it, it gives us a lot of hope now. We're thinking second is is oh. very much on the horizon now, and it was just like you look at Twitter and it's just everyone's just so happy. It was it was absolutely mental. Heads were falling off. People didn't know what to put. It was just random letters getting fucking tweeted out everywhere, and it, it's brilliant because it gives our fans, as well as being in the last sixteen in the Champions League, we've now got something to go for in, in the league from being sick or whatever and. Seven points off fourth to joint second. It, absolutely unbelievable. The, the transformation in this team since Tottenham. Klopp has worked absolute miracles. And now we've got Van Dijk to bring in. And we've only seen him in one game against the Shite Club. So once he comes into this, it, it's good. we're going to step up again, you know. Yeah. I, I would say we're as good a team as City. Um, Grizz, Ben Webb just there, uh, he's copped on what these medals are for and he says it's champion of the buffet. But uh, <laughs> um, we'll get back to that later because we have a random topic for you um, in a couple of minutes. Uh, Ian, as, as Matt says, you know, it shows this team probably already does know how good it is, but going and beating that, this team that have been called unbeatable and the best team the Premier League has ever seen, I don't agree with that, but... Um, if they know how good they are, I think this this shows them we are that we know, but we can also go and do it against anybody, and it showed that today. What's the question? No, there's no question. I just <laughs> want to have a chat with you. How are you feeling? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Everyone else go home. How are you feeling? Yeah, I, uh, I'm all right, Luke. I I think Liverpool are the second best side in the league. It's frustrating that we're only now starting to get into the position where we where we are actually in second place or towards second place. On our day, we can take sides apart. I've said it all along. I don't know if you remember after the Spurs game when we were all suicidal, and I turned around and said, this should be a watershed moment now. Yeah. Uh, it, we, we either go, we either improve massively or we're fucked. Do you know what I mean? And it, we haven't looked back. Remember how poor we was in that game? We were, we were shocking. Do you know what I mean? Everton levels were shocking. Since then, we're just taking sides apart. I will say, though, that when we played City at the Etihad, we were taking them apart when we were 1-0 down as well. Yeah, I think right. our style is tailor-made to play a side like them or a side like Barcelona or even Real Madrid. You know, where they have loads of the ball, commit a lot of men forward, and then we're just... We are frightening on the break, honestly. I think they sides like that are tailor-made for us. Yeah. We've just got to learn how to defend yeah, we do learn, have to learn how to defend, but in fairness, what I will give this team over the last, you know, since it was early September, wasn't it, when we played sports, over the last three to four months, we have tailored a game, we have played certain different ways, we've, we've grinded out results, we have torn teams apart, 
we've we've won games easily. There's been very, great variety on, on the way we've played and the way we've won games. Grizz, um, a lot of people are talking here, and as Matt said, this is this is where we go, and we should be looking at second place. Forget fourth, forget you know Arsenal or who are in, in sixth, I think at the minute. Um, forget all that. We should be looking up. Uh, do you think second is a real, real possibility, or are you still thinking just get fourth, just get fourth or third, whatever, just get into that Champions League? No, I said from the start, I, I, I predicted City are going to walk away with this league, and and I said, and I've said it again and again and again. Apart apart from City, I think the rest is on an even keel. I think us United, Arsenal, Chelsea. I think we're better than Arsenal. And I've said it again, and everyone talks about Spurs as probably the the best team in the world that hasn't ever won anything, right? So I think we're better than them as well. I mean, and Chelsea games through a rocky patch as well, and we know how, you know, Jose, when he sort of implodes. I think second is up for grabs. Um, you asked earlier what it does, what this kind of win does for for us men- mentally-wise. I don't think it does much, you know, because I know, I, I, think, I think we know, and most fans know, that we can match the best, and especially teams that come, us, come at us the cannon fodder for us. We we know we're going to milk them. We're going to we, we, we anybody that tries to play football against us is going to get destroyed. But also, what I tell you what was good. I think the previous results, the the, the <coughs> results against Burnley and um, it was a t- team that we won before that. It was uh, at home, wasn't it? A cheat, uh, it was a one 0 win or something, wasn't it? Was win Le- before Burnley. Le- no, Leicester two one. Two one Leicester. Sorry, and coming from behind, I think those two results showed me far more than anything today, to be honest with you. That's just my opinion. I think those two games were very pivotal come the end of the season. I think they will, um, you know, I think they will do the turning points in our sort of seasons, hopefully. Also, last, remember last uh, Christmas in January? How, how shout were we then? Like, do you remember the, the lack of rotation and the same team out every week? Look at us now. we Flying. Do you remember the people crying about opposition managers don't even know who we're going to play? Well, going 18 games unbeaten is tremendous, but to do it across Christmas is even more impressive because the amount of games you have, the amount of rotation we've had, it's brilliant. But if you look at all the other teams outside of City, I don't fancy any of them are as far along in the project of what they're trying to get, trying to produce, you know what I mean? Klopp's clearly got a style of play. We've clearly got a, a transfer committee that no one likes, but is clearly working. Uh, you can see what direction we're going in. The likes of United, I'll just spend money on whoever they think will fill a gap. Do you know what I mean? They've got no, they've got no clear, clear style of play. Arsenal are fucked because Wenger's about six years past the sell-by date. Chelsea are only ever one game away from sacking Conte. Uh, Spurs have got a project, but they don't ever win anything. I wouldn't take. Any, I, you look at all those sides and we're the one side that you can go they're going in the right direction then the rest are all yeah exactly yeah the rest are all not choo 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 whatever they are whatever <laughs> they are you know I mean? but we're clearly progressing you can see it you can see it all the time it's impressive I yeah. can't wait till Arsenal sign Eddie Howe and come seven <laughs> well Arsenal to be honest with you the, um, lads I want to get on to this a load of people are asking about um, Katie Marez, um, it's all coming up here. Um, Marez is the one. Is the no one transfer talk. No. No, no, no. Hold talk. on, just quickly. Marez is the one that's coming up quickly. But I wanted to touch on something with regards to Arsenal. This thing broke today that Alexis Sanchez is leaving, um, or was left out of the squad against against Bournemouth. The talk was he was going to City for mad money. Now United are in from. But you've all touched on Arsenal there, and I can't make out what they're at. I really can't. I said at the start of the season, I think they're a mess, but. They can't be giving this player away, can they? Like, Mac, for the position they're in, can they go and give this player away in January and hope to, to stay pace with the, with the rest of the clubs around them? As player power these days, the same thing about Coutinho. What the fuck is the point? Apparently his attitude is terrible around the club. What the fuck's the point keeping him if he's not going to play? You're going to keep a player who's going to be a dickhead, he's going to upset the rest of the team, he's not going to play, he's going to get in his World Cup team anyway. No one's going to drop Sanchez from fucking Chile or whatever. Did they make? They haven't qualified. No, they didn't qualify. Haven't they? Yeah. Well, exactly. So what's the point? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just edit that out. Yeah. Yeah. Just live, man. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, what's the point in keeping him when you can get 30 million? He's not going to play well. He's dropping his head. He was in and out the team anyway. He was on the bench. He was laughing when they were conceding. You, you've got to get rid. It's a terrible decision. It's one of the hardest decisions a, a manager has to make. He's got to go. He's got to, it's got to happen. Yes. The, the worst I, thing is try and make sure... Less, he, hold on. You try, and make sure he, try and make sure he goes abroad. The worst thing you can do is sell him to a, a rival. Well, I was going to say, I would take less money for him to go to City than I would for him to go to United. Because United are a direct rival for Arsenal. City, are, they're, they're in a different league to Arsenal at the minute. But what Matt just said there is spot on. His attitude's meant to be atrocious. Whereas Coutinho, all right, there's rumours of him not wanting to play anymore. Like that. But on the pitch, he never let us down. He always worked his ass off. Sanchez is apparently a, a bad bellend around, around, you know what I mean? Like, who was it? One of his own players, oh, that Egyptian lad, El Nenny, is it? It was slagging him off about not going to the World Cup because he's just dickhead, apparently. No one likes him. Yeah. Um, but, Matt, there's loads, um, sorry, there's, there's loads of people commenting on. <laughs> sorry, I was really slow to get that one. Um, there's a lot of people commenting on 400 grand a week to go to United Nords. It's, it's fucking crazy. But um, look, just to let people know, anyone watching here, any transfer stuff, we, if anything goes on or happens, um, during the week, don't worry, we will come come with another pod with regards to transfers. There might be rumours, there might be something that happened. If it does happen, we will get on to it. Not for tonight, though. We're not going to stick every pod with, with transfer stuff because um, Grizz, Grizz's head will fall off. Lads, just quickly, I forgot to ask you before. Matt, your man of the match for today? Oh, what a many. Yeah, Bobby, Robertson, um, Ox, Jeannie, Chan. I'm, I'm going to give a collective midfield. I think it's the best our midfield has ever played. I'm going to give it to them three together. Okay. And John and John Henry. Oh, obviously, yeah. I can't yeah. believe two weeks in a row when you haven't mentioned Linda. You know no, I mean? not this week. Not no. this week. Okay, maybe next week. We win next week. Will you give it to Linda? Man of the match now. Don't get fucking dirty on me. Don't get carried away, Gav. Come on. <laughs> okay, Chris. Uh, man of the match for you. Are you going for a collective right side four. of the midfield? Okay. Four, four, four. Man of the match. Men, men of the match. Okay. So oh, man of the men. Men of the yeah, match. Them ones. So we've got Robertson. Because I think you, I think that was one of the highlights of the game. You know when he sort of done his impression of the running man? Yeah. That yeah. was amazing. He, he was just beautiful. Sort of, he pressed every so single City player. Honestly, that was a world record set of pressing. That was He, he pressed every single... I think the lads... Uh, uh, a bundle of joy since he's been there. It's his, it's his dream move, and he's showing it. And he's he stepped in to Moreno, who's done very well thus far. But I think Moreno's um, sorry, Matt Moreno's got a fight on his hand to get back into the team, son, because that I performance find... was epic. Okay. But anyway, Robertson, Robertson, the fucking question. I'm coming to it. Robertson, Emery, stop touching your medals. Ox and Bobby. Okay, Ian. Are you going to give me a straight answer where a man of the match other than... Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, embar- I'm embarrassed to be sharing a fucking periscope with a collective man of the match and some prick stroking black metal around his neck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go for Ox. I thought he was fantastic. Okay. I don't get me wrong, like Matt said, Chan was brilliant, Robertson was brilliant. It, it, it's hard to give a man of the match when it's size that good, but I thought Ox was, was like the catalyst for it happening. Okay. I think Gris is um, taking off his jewellery and protest, I don't know. Um, for me, I give it to Emery Jean. Um, I think he set the tone early on. I thought he was fantastic and I think he was better when he went off the pitch because you see him come on for him. Um, lads, last one, two minutes to go. Um, Grace has a lot of medals on. A couple of people have come along here and said um, sports day. So, <laughs> what, what would be your event at sports day? Uh, Ian, I'll come to you first. What are you going to win one of those shiny medals for? Uh It'd be a toss-up between the egg and spoon race, because mm-hmm. I, I could eat it, or the three-legged race. So, because I've always run like a fucking idiot anyway, so I can't be good at that. So, I, I, I'll go for... I thought you were going to use your third leg. No, no, no. It's not much of a leg. I'll I, I go for egg and spoon, because then I can scram it at the end. Yeah, okay. Grizz, um, I know you've won loads of medals. You've... you've... Boxing. Where do I start? Where Cricket. do I end? Late in We've been long enough. Oh, We've only got two minutes. Just, just give me a f- 
just give me an event for your sports day that you feel you could win another medal at. Um, oh, fucking hell. Get on with it, lad. He's going to say discus or something, isn't he? No, no I'm going to say high jump. High jump. Oh, high jump. No, I was not very good at high jump. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but yeah, discus was a very good... But I've actually... This, these are my kids' medals, but I've actually got my own ones, which I'll show you guys next week as well. Yeah, okay. And um, um, I think I, I think I think discus was my favourite um, um, sport in in, in 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 on sports days. I could hurl a discus, man. I tell you that. Okay. Um, I don't believe it, Matt. Um, what, what would be what would be your event for? Um, <laughs> what would be your event for your sports day? Uh, like real or? Do you make something up? Whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, you, make, you make most things I, up anyway. Just put a bus at the end of your comment and you'll be fine. I'll go real. I was uh, I, I was boss at the triple jump. I've got big gangly legs and, and I wasn't as fat then. So I was yeah. pretty good at that. And then I reckon I could I could have gone pro at sprinting but I just wasn't wasn't noticed. You just wasn't fast enough. But yeah. can I just Other say I picked Egg and Spoon, and these two dickheads think they're fucking in the, the Great Britain oh, Athletics yeah. Yeah, yeah. Associated. Yeah, because we're real. Because yeah, we're real. Yeah. Oh, Jessica, 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 we're real about Jessica. Jessica fucking We're decathletes. We're decathletes. Yeah, whatever. Decathletes, Matt. Decathletes. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for, and it definitely happened, primary skill. Um, don't say the high jump. It's, it's a lie. It's not a fucking high jump. It's limbo, isn't it? You know the limbo game? <laughs> low centre of gravity. You know that kind of way? It's, um, it's, it's hampered me in, in uh, later life, but it was, it was good to me in, um, in my early years. Can you imagine, man? Can you imagine, Limbo is in what those Caribbean birds do? Under yeah, the, under, yeah oh. underneath the fucking stick. Yeah, underneath the thing. Is that because you can just walk under? Yeah. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 I'll, yeah. I'll take that. Fucking sure you will. Shall we see Matt Limbo in every fucking Friday night? He sends us the videos. <laughs> hey, not on. this month. Oh, listen, no, 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 30 days off the booze. Matt's 30 days off. 40 days. Um, 28 okay. days to go. Before we go, we've got to give, got to give a shout. We've got to give a shout out to... I did have yo, a banana, if that counts. Nah. Yo, before before we go, we've got to give a shout out to Will Moore at WillIam1980. He's been on the booze all day. Yeah, he's been at the booze. He says he's had an amazing day and... Uh, he's a big fan of uh, the uh, Fatback 4 he's, he's, he's on today's win he's on the he's cans all day, is he? he's been yeah. on the cans man and he's oh, smashed oh, them I'm proud of him he's been on since Friday yeah he's been he's been your favourite person now he's, he's after your cans. record yeah he won't beat that um, right lads we're out of here that was the Fatback 4 that was episode 18 thanks for joining us Liverpool put a stop to Man City's unbeatable the best team in the whole world ever because they're fucking not alright over now 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sports Social Podcast Network.